final evening together, and this is our session for exploring loving kindness and other heart-based practices, we decided we're going to do a few different things that are kind of in the spirit of cultivating loving kindness. So we'll see. We'll, in, we'll do some meditating, but we'll do a few other things as well. So we're going to, hopefully this, I know by the end of the day we're all tired. This is like, this is what meditators do for fun. <laughs> okay, so this is our fun, I hope. All right, we'll see. Go for it. And we'll just do a couple things in, with this posture and then play around a little bit. But first, I'd like you to, this is stuff you've done with me already. We'll just bring your weight into your toes. And then bring your weight into your heels. And then into the toes. into the heels and then find the middle and beneath the feet feel the earth and send roots down into the earth and from the earth just Lift and open the heart. Feeling the breath moving through you. And now imagine a bowl of water on the crown of your head and just lift that bowl of water, getting a long spine and bring that bowl of water to stillness. And above that bowl of water, sense the nighttime sky. the vastness of the night sky. And so there's the earth beneath us. The sky above us. And between the earth and the sky, there's the great heart within us. I'll take a breath in and a breath out. And just make sure you have room to your left and to your right. Take a moment to, yeah, to kind of find your way to a space, that clearing that Mark talked about. Find a clearing. And so we're exploring loving kindness tonight. And um, 
So we'll, we'll feel the difference kindness makes. But to begin with, let's just inhale and sweep the arms high. As you exhale, bring the palms together in front of the heart. Inhale, sweep high. Exhale, palms together, and do this on your own, moving in a way that is smooth, kind of exaggerate smoothness. I had a teacher, a surf instructor, who told me that smooth is better than fast, and so just feel the intelligence of smooth. what lights up in the central nervous system when we start to move and breathe smoothly. Feeling into the intelligence of smooth. Let's take two more breaths, two more movements. Finishing with the palms together in front of the heart. Letting go of moving. in order to receive the experience of stillness. Now we're gonna do that same movement, but this time we'll bring in kindness. As you inhale, sweep the arms high. As you exhale, palms together, and do this on your own now, moving in a way that is smooth, but also kind. Feeling into the intelligence of loving kindness. In the fourth foundation of mindfulness, we ask the question, is there wisdom here? Are you feeling if there's not a deep wisdom and kindness? Feeling the difference kindness makes. Let's take two more breaths, two more movements. Finishing with the arms at the sides. Coming into your mountain pose or your standing meditation. Just imagine you're that glass of water with sand stirred up in it and just allow your sand to settle. and your water to clear. Noticing if there's any gripping in the physical body or the energy body the emotional or mental body. Just feel if there's any gripping. And begin to soften the grip. And so we're softening the grip with which we normally hold on to life. in order to let life hold us. Allowing this beautiful evening to hold you.
Let's bring our awareness to the hands and feel the energy in the hands, like you've got energy mittens on. We'll make that energy ball. And so Diana told me to make sure this was a little fun. So we're gonna <laughs> so this next thing is actually, it's child approved. This is the kind of thing you do in second grade. And so you have your energy ball. Now I want you to, you have to do this carefully. If you, if you drop the energy ball, this whole exercise is, is kind of a bust. So carefully place your energy ball in your left hand and take it over to the left. Very careful now. And take your right hand over to the right. This is called tossing the moon. And so we're going to toss the energy ball from our left hand and catch it with the right. And then toss it with the right hand. Catch it with the left. So do this with perfect attention. Just tossing the moon. And notice that you can. And we're about to break silence. So if you want to have like a little sound effect, it's okay. I've never done this, but can you imagine juggling? We could. I don't know enough about juggling to really do it. But when you get home, like if you're feeling the need to collect yourself, potentially you could juggle the moon. Or play catch with it. Okay, this last couple, it has to go really high. Two more tosses. This is what our families were afraid we'd be doing (laughs) when we came here. (laughs) And now they're like, oh my gosh, good good luck with that. Come back to your energy ball. Say good evening, and then we'll come back into our mountain. I feel like there's a teeny bit of tension still in my spine, so we're gonna do the lack of dignity thing. So this is where you're you're like an eight year old talking about her day. And so remember, they work, they they move without dignity, or like this isn't like Zumba, right? There's no particular re- rhyme or reason. And so level one, you're just moving without dignity. And level two, you're smiling. <laughs> and you're acting like it was wonderful to, to, to hold creepy crawlers at school today. It's like, and describing how the lizard that you were holding was licking its eyeball. Right? And the whole thing is magical. And just fantastic. Okay, a little... Add a little little wriggle. It's a little bit of a wriggle. Good. And then we're just going to slowly let go of moving. And feel why kids move that way. Take a breath in and a breath out. Okay, thank you so much. Before you sit down, I'm going to teach. Hold on. Sorry. I'm going to do one more movement thing just in the spirit of what he was doing. Um, And we're going to do it very mindfully. So when you do this, when I say, like, 
reach your hand mindfully. You're gonna what are you what are you gonna do? You're gonna feel the hand as you move forward, stretching, reaching, and then pulling it back with mindfulness. So put your left hand in, stretching, 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 and put your left hand out. <laughs> you know where I'm going. And put your left hand in. And shake it all about. Okay, you have to do it. And do the hokey pokey. Come on. As you turn yourself around mindfully. (laughs) That's what it's all about. (laughs) You want to keep going or no? You're like, no. Yes? Put your right hand in. Put your right hand out. Put your right hand in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Okay, now we have to do whole body because that's the most fun. Ready? Put your whole body in. You put your whole body out. Put your whole body in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and come on, sing. Turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Woo! Thank you. You inspired me with the ball. And although these appear silly, we're talking about the cultivation of qualities of the heart. And these qualities of the heart that Mark was talking about last night, this quality of kindness, of love, and there's other qualities of compassion and joy, connection, generosity. Like They're available to us, and they can come through many different ways. They can come through meditating. They can come through silliness and joy and connection. They can come through this invocation and the movement and bringing our body, mind, and aligning it, there's so many ways in which these qualities of the heart are created. So we want to do another exercise for creating this, and this is a practice of relational mindfulness. So that means that, I know you haven't talked in two days, we are going to ask you to talk a little bit. And if you absolutely just think, I do not want to talk... You can, you can escape, um, but come back in like 10, 15 minutes and we'll be done and then we'll do a meditation to close. Um, so relational mindfulness is about, it's really important because you're going to be going home and you're going to be talking with each other and with, with your families, with your friends, right? Suddenly it's like the the retreat's going to disappear and you're going to be relating to people. So what if you can bring mindfulness into the relating? You have so many opportunities to talk mindfully. So you can talk mindlessly, which we're all very familiar with mindless talking and mindless listening, right? Someone's on the phone or they're interrupting you or they're telling you, they're waiting for you to finish so they can tell them about, tell you about them. You know that, those, yeah. Not mindful speaking, So what we can do is we can practice these tools in relationship. I want to give you some guidelines for doing this. Mindful listening involves giving really good attention to another person. Just like, so before you've been noticing your breath all day, you've been noticing your feet and legs, you've been noticing your food, you've been noticing all the things that you're doing. Now I'm going to ask you to notice another person. And actually listening well, giving your wholehearted attention to another person. If your attention wanders off, you bring it back. Exactly the same principle that you've been practicing all week, right? So let's say you're talking to that person, and then you start thinking, oh, I have to cut in and ask a question. Just come right back to the act of listening. And then the third thing we can do, mindful listening, is we can notice our body from time to time, or our breath. Our bodies are always in the present moment. Our minds can be anywhere, but our bodies are right here, right now. So so that's mindful listening. Mindful speaking is speaking authentically from the heart. Much of the time we just open our mouth and go blah, blah, blah. 
right? Just whatever comes out of it. And now you actually have this beautiful moment because you haven't spoken for a few a few days, and this is a time to speak from your heart, speak with authenticity about what's true. I'm going to give you a topic. I'm going to, there's, this is going to be very, very structured, so you don't have to worry like, oh no, I don't want to talk. Maybe some of you, raise your hand if you can't wait to talk. I see two people. <laughs> raise your hand if you really don't want to talk yet. Raise your hand if... Um, you're, you're willing, but it's not, the, yeah, yeah, it's sort of you're willing. Okay, you're doing it. We're going to do it because, because we're going to learn a lot about ourselves as we do this process by being mindful. So the mindful speaking is speaking with more authenticity, more intentionality. couple more things you can do with mindful speaking. You can also notice your body from time to time as you're speaking. Just take a breath. Pause. Notice what's happening as you're speaking, having both an inner awareness and an outer awareness. And then with mindful speaking, you can slow down. You don't have to talk really fast. Slow it down. And if, for, if you even want to try this, you can articulate what you're mindful of while you're speaking. So for instance, as I'm talking to you, I notice that I... Um, I'm just making this up. I'm feeling a little bit sad as I talk about this. My heart feels heavy. Or as I'm talking, I'm aware of my hand moving back and forth, right? I'm just articulating mindfully what's going on. So it's an interesting practice. And once what we're going to do is something very artificial. I'm going to set you up in a, in a pair with another person, and you're going to have a structure to talk about something very specific where you don't interrupt the other person just gets to answer the question, and then you, and then the other person listens, and then you'll switch, and then you'll have time, a little time to debrief it. So it's a little bit weird, for those of you who've never done something like this before, because normally we ask questions. You're definitely welcome to nod. You can't smile, because they won't know if you're smiling, but if you're smiling, that's fine. Good. Smile. You're going to really need to use your eyes to show that you're listening, and um, you Definitely don't have to stare deeply into the person's eyes. It is not one of those things. It's not like, you know, and you also don't have to bear your soul. Just whatever feels comfortable. So in order to do this, we're going to find a partner. Just turn to somebody nearby, okay? It doesn't matter who. It's all, it's all good. Just find a person that you can turn to nearby. And if you need a partner... Stand up. And if you, you definitely don't have to participate. If there's anybody who's like, ah, I'm out of here, that's totally okay. Totally okay. Okay. So who, raise your hand if you need a partner. All right. So look for the people. I see two right there. This one person needs a partner here. Is there anybody else who? Uh, okay, the person in the front row. Great. Okay, so if you do decide to leave, we will do a meditation in about 10 minutes or so. All right. So we will do another, we'll do more of these tomorrow, we think. But for now, don't start talking, please. Don't start talking. We're, we're, we're making your first conversation very strange and very structured. So what's going to happen is I'm going to guide you. One person's going to answer the question, talk for about two minutes, and then I'm going to ring a bell. You're going to pause. You're going to practice some, just something that I'll guide you through. Then the other person will go, and then you'll pause and practice, and practice going into, into yourself, and then you'll have a little chance to debrief it. All right? So to figure out who is going to go first... You will have to answer this question. Find out whose birthday is earlier in the year. Okay, don't do a whole thing. Just find that out. Okay. Earlier birthday is going to go first. Is going to answer the question first. 
And the question is this, and, and so, so I'll guide you through it, but let me just tell you the question now. The question is, what brings you joy? Okay, what brings you joy? And you can answer specifically about something on the retreat, or you can just talk generally in your life. And this could be anything, anything that gives you joy. And if, I know there are some people probably in this room who are saying, I haven't been feeling much joy lately. <laughs> if that's the case, you can answer it in the way you want, like what nurtures you, what do you do to take care of yourself or something, okay? So that, feels, that can feel like you have something to say. But what, what gave me joy on this retreat? You can talk about a moment that was important to you or something you saw or felt or did, or, or you can talk about your dog, which is what I would do, um, or your child. Oh, sorry, my child too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so whatever it is, my work, my you know, being in nature, just, but it's just very open-ended. What brings me or brought me joy? Okay. So you know who's going to go first. I'm going to guide you in this. Let's just take a moment. If you want to close your eyes, both partners. And so remember, if you're the listener, you're going to give really good attention to the other person. If your attention wanders off, you bring it back. You can notice your body, feeling your, your feet on the ground or feeling your taking a breath. But notice your body from time to time. If you're the speaker, speaking authentically about what's true, you can um, slow down. You can also notice your body from time to time. And you can even articulate what you're aware of as you're talking. So let's open our eyes. And the first person answers, what brings me or brought me joy here or outside of here? You can begin. So let's, let's pause, even if you're mid-sentence, just stop. And I want, I'd like you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And I know you're, it's, we could go on for longer. So just take a moment to pause and let's practice stop. Remember, stop, we stop, we take a breath. We observe. What was it like to speak or listen in that way? 
just notice what you're feeling. And in a moment, we're going to proceed. So we'll reverse roles. And if you're the listener now remembering, you can give your full attention. If your attention wanders, bring it back, noticing your body from time to time. If you're the speaker, also noticing your body. Um, slow down, speaking authentically, even, men- even verbalizing what you're mindful of. And by the way, if you run out of things to say, you can always just say, I don't know what to say. When's this going to end? Or whatever, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so, so the idea is to practice the mindfulness as well as to connect and hear and learn about the other person. So remember, same topic, what brings me joy, either here on the retreat or out at home. And ready, begin. Does anybody have... No. So even if you're mid-sentence, stop and just go back into silence. You'll have another, like we're not done. So just go back into silence, close your eyes, if, and we're just going to practice stop again. We're going to stop and take a breath and then observe. What was the, what's happening inside you? What's resonating inside you from speaking and listening with this person in that way? And in a moment, we're going to proceed, and the proceed will be slightly different. The proceed is going to be, now you can actually have a normal conversation. And the normal conversation is, what was it like to do that exercise? And secondly, if there's anything you wanted to follow up that the person said or ask or say, oh, me too, or more, or learn more about them, you can do that. Um, and it's, uh, you'll have like three minutes, so it's not a huge amount of time. So if you're mindful, excellent. If you're not, we'll never know, so it doesn't matter. Um, let's open our eyes if they're closed and just debrief what just happened. Again.
Okay, so so thank your partner, and then just um, return to a little bit more of a reflective space, and we'll just take a few comments. If anybody wants to share what that was like, or what you learned, or what you saw about mindful speaking, listening, and also the quality that we're playing with, this quality of joy, of love, of connection, of happiness. Like, what happened as you talked about what made you joyful or listened? Anybody want to share? Yes. So everybody heard the um the, that dogs and babies are the same. I think that was the, the takeaway. <laughs> But how fun to feel that resonance and that connection. And how, who felt joyful hearing about your partner's joy, right? Now you can raise your hand, see if your partner raised their hand. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But joy is contagious. It's contagious. And so is the opposite, right? Most people, they don't talk about what brings them joy. They talk about what they want to complain about. That is also contagious. So just something to kind of as a takeaway about this but great so it was it, you could feel it's like a palpable feeling other people I wanted to share I see someone way in the back oh <laughs> nice so we're feeling we're connecting in with some of the kindness the joy yeah Mm. <laughs> oh, so beautiful this shared experience that's now finally being articulated oh the shared Mm. Right. The joy became a relationship once you're in, uh, sorry, joy became a celebration once you're in relationship. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, Yes, over here. Um, I spoke first because I had the earlier birthday, so I was focused on what I was saying. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. I get it. So just raise your hand if this was a bit overwhelming. So for some of you, yeah, for some of you it is. So, you know, we have to we have to break what we call break the silence at some point. So we try to do it gently, but yeah, it's a hundred people talking to each other in this room. It's intense. And so um, we will be back in silence after this, but then tomorrow morning after the morning sit, we're going to let you talk, you know, have just regular conversations. So, um, so we wanted to break it like gently and slowly in a, in a way and to give you the tools of the mindfulness tools to work with it. So it's not just like, okay, start talking, but here's some very specific things that we can do because this activity, you can, 
you can go home and practice mindful speaking and listening. And that doesn't mean you go to your partner or your kids and say, okay, you get five minutes to talk and then I get five minutes or something. They would think you were crazy. Um, but you can do it in, you can practice being present as you listen, giving your full attention. And obviously this is a created form that's a little bit weird and in normal conversation we ask questions and we interject with our own so you want to that's all fine feel free to do that as you speak of course but know that sometimes just giving your full attention a person can really speak about what's meaningful to them and we often want to like cut each other off and stuff so you just incorporate it that's that's the goal with this bring it into your life it's like a stealth mindfulness no one has to know that you're mindfully listening right and you don't have to mindfully speak authentically to everyone you meet you know the barista says hey how are you and you go well i've been having all these uh, dreams about you know you're not like we use our common sense here any last comments about the activity yes Yeah, so great noticing. And so the whole time that you were listening, you were thinking about what you were going to say, right? That's common. We do that all the time. And so now you saw it with mindfulness, and you can begin to train yourself to come back and just listen without trying to figure out what you're going to say. It, it can make a difference in our conversation. So great, great noticing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So interesting to observe that. And it's not uncommon if someone's like it's like you're on the spotlight and you just have to talk and and we have we have our patterns and our habits and how comfortable we feel normally and that and you got to see what came up. But I just want to check with your partner. Did you feel like there was oversharing going on? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So great noticing. This is mindfulness, right? This is what mindfulness will show us things about ourselves that we don't typically pay attention to. And that was it. And it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the most like pleasant experience, but it's, you learn a lot about yourself. And that's what mindful speaking and listening can do. It can really change. And we learn a lot about the other person. So thanks for sharing that because there may have been other people with that similar situation. That's, that's good. Okay, so... To end tonight, uh, will we actually? Why don't you do a little something, and then I'll do a closing. <laughs> you have to do the hokey pokey, or I don't know, whatever you want to do, Matthew. And then uh, we'll do a short closing, uh, heart-based practice. Um. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound passive-aggressive, I swear. I was just saying thanks. But yeah, that was a terrible intro. Thanks, Diana. Um, let's see. So, yeah, it's been, I'm, I, you know, was a last-minute kind of substitute stepping in to do groups and um, and so I have a I'm book tomorrow, so I'm leaving tonight. So I wanted to to uh, say goodbye and thank you. And um, um, yeah, it's been normally I'm more doing more teaching in the front of the room, and it's um, uh, actually a real delight just to to sit sit with you and to meet with you and hear hear your heart and um, you know the the alternatives to to love like hate or apathy 
you know. Those aren't real alternatives, yeah? And so there are details to be worked out, but we kind of know the path, yeah? And it will involve love, yeah? And um, this is how we change. We change through love, the encounter with love. Um, This is how we grow. We sometimes try to hate things, other people, or hate ourself into change. But um, if we change, it will be through some kind of love. That's how we grow. And with just the the delight, you know, like uh, of... You know, well, for Rolf saying, like, this is what your families were worried about. You know, that just hit me deeply somewhere in the the humor bone, kind of like. Uh, and then, and then you all, like, when Diana said, "Well, we're gonna," you know, we're gonna talk to each other, and you kind of gave like dirty looks to us, <laughs> and then we couldn't get you to stop. You know, and you. Um, like just the delight in that. And uh, I thought of the kind of the Brahma Vaharas, this this session, this, um, you know, metta loving kindness session. But um, you know, when, when love meets goodness, yeah? When love meets goodness, there's metta loving kindness. And when love meets suffering, there is compassion, karuna. And when love meets happiness, there is delight, sympathetic joy, mudita. And when love meets the ungovernable, endless nature of samsara, of this realm, the inevitable, the way that dukkha is woven into the fabric of existence. When love meets that, there's equanimity, yeah, upeka. And so these heart qualities are, in a way, a kind of um, exhaustive in any moment in any moment one can apply yeah and over time as we practice this path is always right now and it's also there's a long view and as as we practice more uh, this becomes more and more the kind of default position of our mind that this is the place to which we return and it's not maybe exuberant, not some geyser of love or something like that. It's just like, oh yeah, we just return to a quiet care. So may may it be so. Yeah. May it be so. And may um yeah, may we all know the the uh the convergence of uh of wisdom and love. I wish you uh, wish you all well. Thank you, Matthew, for being here. So supportive to us, and he's very beloved teacher outside of here. So him just hanging out with us is really special. Thank you. Um, So we're going to end with just a short practice and we'll come back into our bodies here. And just feeling yourself present after the activities of the whole day and then our loving-kindness jamboree that we just had this this evening. I don't know what else to call it.
Notice how your heart feels. Heart, emotions, body, maybe there's some joy. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe there's other experience there. Maybe there is anticipation. See if you can let whatever is here be here. Letting yourself be exactly as you are. So much has happened over these several days and our hearts can be full. And much of what we do is making space for all of the complexity of what it means to be a human being. And so as we cultivate more kindness and ultimately more kindness for ourselves and then moving it out towards others and the world, we can use the, um, the experience, the joy and connection and silliness and goodness to cultivate a sense of joy So as you remember talking to that person and hearing about what brings them joy, see if you can bring that memory to mind of the joy that was evoked. Notice what happens inside your body as you remember what they were saying and You might remember resonating with them or, oh yeah, me too. But that feeling of joy, the feeling of, um, sometimes we call it appreciative joy. It's called in the Buddhist language mudita, right? Appreciative joy. And we can say some words in our minds. We can say, may your happiness and good fortune continue. May your happiness and good fortune continue. May it grow and grow. May it never end. May it never end. And so these are words of appreciative joy where we can really sense what lights them up and offer the wish for their happiness. And we can add loving-kindness phrases, may you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be at ease. If there's something you want to wish that person that just comes into your mind, do that now. Something to wish that person you just met. And maybe that person is experiencing suffering in some way that they did not share because we've been focusing on joy. And likely there's a lot of suffering that is here. And we can just take a moment, a pause, and wish that this person, if for whatever suffering that they're having right now, may it be alleviated. May they be free from the suffering. May their happiness grow and continue. May they be at peace. May they experience love and connection and the ease of well-being. So as you say those words or say whichever phrase or words are meaningful to you towards this person, even though they're a stranger, and now let those words, now actually first notice that they've been sending it to you. That they've been wishing you that your happiness and good fortune continue. 
that they've been wishing that you are happy and peaceful and at ease. And that if there's any suffering that you are currently facing, that it is alleviated, that you're free from that suffering. So we just take it in and let that sit in our hearts and notice and breathe. These are the qualities that Matthew was mentioning, right? These qualities of compassion, of appreciative joy, and of kindness. And we can have them in a moment, in a moment. And so now let's begin to imagine it going out into all of the people in this room. Again, strangers, but yet they've been on this journey with you. So just wishing everyone here May your happiness and good fortune continue. May the goodness of your life, may it grow, may it grow, may it expand. May you be joyful and peaceful, free from stress and anxiety. May the suffering that you struggle with, may it be alleviated. May you find relief. And so as we fill this room with these wishes, these many kind of wishes, as we bring the meditation to a close, let's imagine that it comes from this room and it just goes out into the world sort of like a sun radiating out here. There's so much kindness, compassion, joy. Here, imagine it just going out in all directions. And that it reaches places of suffering around this world. We can imagine that our wishes have the power to transform Sending it out throughout this world. And then coming back to yourself right now, seeing where you are, knowing the power of our practice here, that it can benefit people. We don't keep the goodness to ourselves, but we share it. We share it out there with the world. So just sensing how we're doing as this comes to an end. Notice how you're feeling. Notice how your heart is. And if you're not feeling some big loving kindness or compassion thing, that's absolutely okay. Letting whatever is here be here or whatever it is I'm feeling right now, and you can say this, may I hold myself with kindness. May I hold myself with compassion. And taking one more breath or two as we come back to our space here together. So thank you for playing in the field of the what's called Brahma Viharas or these places, these positive qualities of the heart. And I hope you can take some of it with you as you go home. Um, we're now back to silence, so that's it. You're done, at least till tomorrow morning. After the sit, you'll come and you'll sit, and then Ralph will give you some instruction around the talking thing that can happen. Um, 
And if you are feeling inspired, this is your last night. So if you're feeling inspired, you can stay up and practice. You can now, if you're awake, go do some walking meditation and then do some sitting meditation. Why not? Unless you're really tired. Obviously, that would be a good reason why not. But beyond that, this is, this is, it is so beautiful to practice at night at Spirit Rock. It's really special. Um, but mostly, I'm feeling sort of like full heart. I don't know how you're all feeling right now, but I definitely feel like I'm going to go home and do the hokey pokey. That's my plan. <laughs> right. And thank you again to Matthew for being here. So yay, silent chair for Matthew. Awesome. All right, we'll see you in the morning. Take care.